Welcome into this Friday afternoon. A lot later than we're used to recording, a couple hours later, uh, but it's all right. We wanted to make sure that we could get a guest on for everything we got to talk about today. Uh, today, we got from U92, Brian and Jonathan here for you. Uh, we're going to talk NBA trade deadline and everything that happened in one of the crazier days um, in the NBA. But first, how are we feeling today, boys? Feel great, man. Tough, tough night last night, but you know, uh, you know, it, it, it happens. happens. You know, there's uh, a, there's always going to be bumps in the road to the uh, to the eventual. It doesn't matter how you story. start, man. It's how you yeah, finish, yeah, man. Pretty much. Hey, we got one more game. Hey, one more we game. we started pretty well. We I did. Say, the we were in the game half, for 20 minutes. Yeah, and then, and then second half. half. Okay, second was uh, a little rough. Yeah, but, uh, hey, Hamilton right hit a three though. So uh, I hit the three. It's a big felt, three. Felt good. It, it felt good, man. <laughs> Maybe two next game. We'll see. <laughs> hey, over under. What's over under next game? Oh god, one and a half. So. <laughs> no, I'd do. The, I'd say one. Just one. Wow, <laughs> one straight. Nah, <laughs> one straight up. Nah, That's crazy. If Vegas was smart. It would be one and a half. <laughs> okay. Are you going right. one straight up or point five? <sighs> I'll go one. One straight I'll up. So he's gonna give the push. Push. I like it. I never take even numbers. <laughs> Again, this podcast is uh, does not no don't, uh, don't endorse don't sports gambling. gambling. No, <laughs> nor is it not, not not that would that not that that would be on any gambling <laughs> apps that I know of. No, but, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, but um, we're gonna start like how we do every episode, like how we do, like we do every episode what with our do, baby? daily heat check. I'm going to go first and news breaking today that Tiger Woods is committed to playing in next week's Genesis Invitational. It'll be the first PGA uh, event that he's played since July, uh, where he's been fighting injury. He's been quoted since then uh, saying, you know, the golfing is not the issue. It's the walking um, with his back and his leg after his car accident. Uh, he did compete in that tournament with Charlie. That yeah. was one that was really interesting to watch. Uh, but since then, he hasn't really done you – know, not really. He hasn't done anything at all. But he is uh, committed. This is going to be the first PGA event that he's done since July. Uh, getting him ready. He plans on playing in the Masters as well. But uh, you can believe that the Genesis Invitational, will, uh, the viewership, is going to go way up after this announcement. Oh, 100%. Um, and it's just great for golf to have him out there. I know I know you guys aren't big golf guys, but um, anytime that you guys, you know, you guys are kind of talking about the Masters, the time that he came back and won, anytime I feel like that you can watch Tiger Woods late in his career, um, it's something that I think everyone's got to try to do at some point he's pretty much like <clears throat> what michael jordan did for basketball that's what tiger woods did for golf pretty much like so so synonymous with that i mean as his own brand uh with nike to get that that he's pretty that's like i think like the most accurate comparison i could think of when it comes to tiger woods yeah um undoubtedly the most skilled golfer of all time you can talk about you know how much he's won or how much he's done and compare that to nicholas and you know there might be a debate there but i don't think anyone's going to say that nicholas was actually a better golfer like if you were to stack them up against each other um he's just he's crazy to watch he's now so beloved in not only the golf community but the sports community yeah. which is crazy because eight years ago or we were kind of talking about this earlier today it was so easy to hate on like yeah. nobody he was in the news for a lot of bad things uh nobody nobody was a big fan of him uh, but he's definitely turned that image around, and mm -hmm. good to see him back there. Out, uh, good to see him back next week 
uh, in that invitational. Sean, what yeah. do you have for us? All right, so mine's going to be uh, West Virginia Mountaineers basketball team. Picked up a very big win uh, Wednesday night in the Coliseum as they defeated number 11 Iowa State with a final 76-71. Uh, point blank, period. Awesome game uh, for them to win another uh, top uh, 15 uh, victory under their belt. Um, and, you know, they started off rough in conference play, but now they've really started to figure things out. They've hit their stride. They're 5-2 and two in their last seven, I believe. Uh, so really exciting to see. They have <clears throat> two uh, tough road matches uh, coming up with uh, at Texas on Saturday and then at Baylor uh, after that. So just the fact that they were able to take care of us at home was awesome. Uh, so, yeah, no, that's my heat check of the week. And uh, Brian and Jonathan, you guys have anything to add on that one? Oh, uh, about the Mountaineers? Or no, just like heat check. Oh, know. yeah, no, yeah. My, my, my heat check, uh, you know, I know Tansky yeah, over here is not I happy. Uh, <laughs> Evan Fournier, New York Nick legend. Not really. He doesn't really play. <laughs> um, he had a 17-point performance off the bench. Ca- yeah. Kind of got us that win. We were down, the Knicks were down early that yeah. game. Uh, and then somehow, well, we beat the Magic the other night, and Fournier didn't even see the floor, so... That makes me feel worse. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Fournier uh, hasn't played much. We saw with Cam Reddish, but Cam Reddish obviously got traded, which probably going to do later. But, um, yeah, Evan Fournier, man. He's Tanner Lambert's one of his favorite or- Orlando <laughs> Magic players of all time. Uh, oh, but he played man. well in the game that when I was watching, I'm like, we're losing this game. Evan Fournier <laughs> came in there, hit a bunch of threes. Oh, no, I, t- I could. I was watching. I was the complete opposite effect on me. I'm like, oh, we're losing. Okay. <laughs> I texted Tansky. I'm like, well, like 10 minutes in the game. I'm like, yeah, congrats on the win. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Fournier goes and in. And I literally said, up oh, 17-0 yeah. run by the yeah, Knicks right there. W- once I texted that, they went on the 17-0 run. Maybe I'll just have to text you every time the Knicks play. Yeah, yeah. But well, hey, they, they play against each other tonight. Yeah, it's so. a revenge game. Evan Fournier. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's my heat game. check, so. Jonathan, oh, my heat check. Uh, we're gonna switch to the ice for a second. Um, Pittsburgh Penguins getting a nice two to one win over the Avalanche on oh, defending champs. Huh? Yes, uh, a big win for the Penguins. They had lost two rough runs right before the All Star break, and they come in and Casey DeSmith a forty one goal or forty one save performance oh from a guy Lord. that had struggled, you know, a lot of the season because Tristan Jari has been hurt for the Penguins. So it, this, it was a nice win for them. Uh, coming off losses from the Washington Capitals and San Jose Sharks. The Sharks' loss was not fun no. uh, th- at all. Uh, that the one where they lost like 7-1 or something? They lost 6-4, uh, s- to four, but oh, it's okay. the Sharks wow. have like 38 points, so it's not a good oh, not luck. a good loss. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Penguins uh, played the Ducks tonight, winnable game. Uh, and, uh, oh, Crystal Tank, shout-out to him. He's had a really rough season just with everything off the ice. Uh, yeah. Game winner in overtime. So, oh, nice win for, for the Pens. You know, just a little shout-out to – to hockey, hockey. Where, where are they at in the standings now? Because I'm, like, I'm a Rangers fan. I only really watch when they make the playoffs. I think they're both in right now, are they not? Pens have 59 points. They're a point behind the Capitals. Uh, Rangers have 66 points, so they're they're decently ahead. They're in third in the Metropolitan. Uh, Carolina's first with 76. New Jersey with 72. Rangers 66. Washington 60. Pittsburgh 59. And the Penguins are tied with the Islanders. And then it's Philadelphia and the Tanner Lambert's Columbus Blue Jackets at 34 points in last. We both have 34 points? Or uh, Philadelphia is 53. I'm sorry. I need them to keep losing. I need them to keep losing. You're not getting Connor Bedard. Stop, (laughs) stop, stop. A man can dream. A man can dream. uh, That's my uh, heat check. 
All right. That was the first time. That was the most heat checks that we've ever had in one episode. <laughs> Making TNT history. <laughs> yes, we are. Right no. here on this That's Friday the most guests on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, filled, we, we filled the table up. We have every mic full. So and I'm glad um, to make history here on this yeah, great podcast. Yeah, making yeah, making history here. Uh, but we're going to move to basically what we're going to talk about the rest of the episode, and that is the NBA and the trade deadline in general. Uh, we'll get to the Super Bowl at the end kind of update. I know we did an episode on that yeah. Wednesday. Uh, but we'll make our final picks and um, some friendly bets that we will come up with. But let's talk about the uh, big one. We talked to Ky- uh, Kyrie earlier in the week, and that was the aftermath of that. And Durant being dealed to the Suns in exchange for Mikhail Bridges, um, it, Crowder, who they ended up shipping away Cam anyway, um, and Cameron Johnson, and then a haul of picks. It was four first-round picks. Um and, and a pick swap. And, and a pick swap. And they got yeah. Warren, too. I, the Suns got yeah, Warren yeah. as well. Yeah, so it was yeah. Kevin Durant and TJ Warren shipped out from Brooklyn. Yeah, no, I I don't know why I haven't learned this lesson yet, but I got to learn not to go to bed before at least 1 a.m. <laughs> when it's the day before the trade deadline. Because uh, I'll never forget uh, in 2019, I believe, when the Sixers, at like so late, they traded for Tobias Harris. Yeah. And I'm like, I woke up, so I'm like, what is happening? So I just got to learn not to do that because I woke up to texts from you, Tanner, and from all my other buddies, like, oh my God, look what just happened. Uh, so, yeah, no, this is pretty big. And I think it's kind of unprecedented because I, we all assumed that Kevin Durant probably would want to get moved. And I thought that would be more of an off-season thing. Yeah, hey, I didn't see that. But they did it like within 24 hours, maybe a bit above that, after they traded Kyrie. So that was just crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, kind of going off what you said, um, I understand that they moving moving Kyrie in the way they did because Kyrie could yeah. have left. But like Katie still had three years left on this yeah. contract. So I know I, I said on the when we were live this morning, but. I'm not as high on it as a lot of people are, mainly because we kind of seen this before where Kevin Durant's gone yeah. to teams. With obviously injuries got in the way and other reasons people weren't playing, but we saw with the Nets with Harden and Kyrie, yep. and even when Harden wasn't there, with just Kyrie it never really panned out. So I don't want to look into it too much. I'm also Chris Paul's been not himself this season. Sam Aiton, you don't it, even know if he still it, wants to be it there. It definitely looks like he's hit like his yeah. age. That his age yeah. is really strong, and, and those injuries yeah, have exactly. caught up. <clears throat> so no, yeah, no, I definitely think like. Um, I mean, with the Kyrie trade, with how fast that happened, I was under the firm belief that that was just more than that saying, all right, we want to get rid of this. We want it for this yeah. era to be done. And then looking at this one, it also seems like the same way. I know it's, I feel like they could have gotten more. I, I know? know that it's come out yeah. that like Durant specifically requested the Suns to be his preferred destination because I know that was the big one where he wanted yeah. to go this this off season where he wanted to go. But, yeah, no, think about it. like you were trading like the Suns or any other team that wanted to get Durant were trading for th- uh, Kevin Durant on a contract for three years, like contractually obligated to go there. And I feel like a whole re- a big reason why that they, he wasn't traded during the offseason is because of the monster moves, yeah. uh, you know, t- Timberwolves made to get Rudy Gobert in the hall they sent to Utah. And then even Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell went yeah. for a big one. So the market was kind of high. And this one, it f- feels like significantly less – uh, compared to those, I mean, hey, look, uh, Mikael Bridges uh, and Cam Johnson, really good young players. I mean, Mikael Bridges, I think, is one of uh, the best two-way players in the league. Um, Cam Johnson's a really good piece too, and then Jay Crowder. Uh, that was definitely <coughs> just the sun. Yeah, <coughs> excuse me, the sun saying, "Oh, we're getting rid of him too, of him not playing." And those four first-round picks. That's a lot in the pick swap. But another thing you have to think of is like. <laughs> The Nets, think of all of what they sent to Houston 
for uh, Harden. James Harden. It's sort of like it's sort of like they didn't learn their lesson for when they traded their entire future for Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. Like those picks will come back to bite them because now, yeah, they're thirty-two and twenty-two, I believe, or yeah. something like that. So they still have a realistic shot for the playoffs, but now they don't really have franchise cornerstones anymore. Where do you guys think they finish, though? I think they finish top three. In the, in the East? I, like, they're still a playoff Oh, the Nets? Team. Oh, the Nets? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the Nets. I don't think that that high, but I still think they're a playoff team. Yeah, I thought we were talking Suns. I was like, Suns finished top oh, three. Oh, so, yeah, sure. Suns are definitely, yeah. I, I just don't know come playoff time. How, again, I don't know. My question is, will they be healthy? Booker's been hurt. Not not that uh, Booker's, uh, you know, gets, gets injured a lot. Yeah, but, but no, that core is very, like, that's almost sort of an issue that the Nets had. Like, that yeah. core that they had, that's really boomer bust and they busted more than they you know they went off there but um it's crazy yeah, how no, the nets it's, were it's in crazy. a win yeah devin booker's so young too but think of how many injuries he's also yeah, had, he's had recently and again we said chris paul's entire career and then kevin durant uh, i mean I don't, the, the, I don't, the knee and like he's come back from the knee the knee injuries better than any other player i've ever seen and achilles too right achilles. yeah uh, so it's if you know the potential for that for him like if he unfortunately gets hurt again knock on wood you don't want that to happen but i would trust yeah. him to come back better but again it's like if they want to win this year's their best shot and they have half the season left to figure out how to do it come playoff yeah the time. west is wide open and now with the move and as we'll talk about the west just loaded up yeah this trade deadline so it's not going to be easy but i mean hey kevin durant a healthy kevin durant a healthy devin booker that's as good as anybody. A healthy yeah. Chris Paul. That's good. It's a good trio to build on. Yeah, I think the Nets. Obviously, I, as we said, I think the Nets definitely could have got more. But like the Nets' young core, honestly, is I think they're not getting enough credit as they should, just because you have Bridges, Claxton, Cam Thomas, <laughs> Ben Simmons, Simmons <laughs> and then you have all those draft picks. I mean, Grant, this team, this this is a, if they make the playoffs, it's a first round exit. Yeah, they're definitely. So like, I feel like these moves are like. Is it a win? Like, but I, they were a win now team, like two, like a week yeah, ago. Yeah, and now they're rebuilding. So now it's I think it's like what they could do, and I think they're trying to set themselves up. Like I, again, with the picks that they forfeited to Houston, they're just trying to recoup value from that, and that's why they wanted these picks. But I feel like they're not gonna use them. I think it's gonna be they're gonna try to go for another star because again, you got Mikel Bridges, you got Cam Johnson, you have Nick Claxton, you have Seth Curry, you have. Uh, Cam, uh, the other Cam, Cam Thomas, I think his name yeah. is. Uh, so like they have pieces there, but now they have ammo to go get a star. I feel like they realize, hey, this error failed, but with the moves we made, oh, and Dorian Finney-Smith and the uh, players they got yeah. with, from the Mavs. So I think they'll definitely look for stars in the trade instead of trying to draft and develop. I think I just think I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also interesting because we saw before the Kyrie KD era and all that stuff that went down. The Nets had a good young core with like oh, yeah. D'Lo. Yeah, Jared that 20 Allen. that 2019 That was team a fun team to play. watch. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I don't think I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but the Nets organizations where their management's probably as bad as it can get. Yeah. Answer. Like Sean Marks has made like some mistakes. You, you can make the Paul Pierce trade, like yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. They gave up a million draft picks for yeah. aging I don't guys. think Marks was with, I don't think their GM was with them at that time. Mm. I think that was Billy King. Oh yeah. 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 But I, I mean, yeah. Sean Marks, I mean, to his credit, like getting Kyrie and getting Kevin yeah. Durant two for one in a free agency deal. That's as good as it gets. But uh, at, no one ever thought the way that, 
<laughs> what happened actually would happen. Like no one could have yeah. predicted that. I didn't but see I Kevin mean, Durant getting traded. I just didn't think. It was I, I didn't either. But yeah, no, it's it's definitely interesting. I wonder like how much job security Sean Marks has mm. going forward. I would assume uh, just. I think he has some. Like, I think he won't yeah. be fired. I don't think they'll do a reset. But you have to wonder, like, if you're a fan. I was going to say, as a Mets fan, like, you got to be, like, you, depressed. Are you, like, like this is do we really trust this current regime yeah. to get it done? I, I, I don't necessarily know because, I mean, they he pretty much made the biggest swing of all time that was supposed to be a guaranteed, oh, parade down uh, Brooklyn. And it, didn't, it just never came to fruition. So it just makes you wonder uh, – what's he going to do to top that and what's like if you can, if you can't make Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving and James Harden work, what are you going to make work? Yeah, uh it'll be interesting to watch see how that plays out cuz I mean, they, they if they do make the playoffs, I as a Heat fan, I want to play them. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> you very much want to play the Nets in the first round. So, but I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. Um I just got news here uh according to Chris Haynes, Chris B Haynes um, he's an NBA insider. Uh, he expects Russell Westbrook to make his final decision when, if bought up between this week between the Miami Heat and the Chicago Bulls. Oh, oh. I want to see the Clippers. I did. I, 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 yeah, they did see. I did see that for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, that would be interesting because I really thought they were going to blow it up. Uh, I know the Knicks were in talks for yeah, Levine. Yeah, I know for Levine, uh, another star. You guys thought you. Could I don't know if I'd want. I'm not a Levine he, fan. He's too hurt. He yeah. he's like really too. He's been. He's he also been inefficient this year yeah. as well. Um. Uh, all right, I'll ask our Miami uh, resident Miami yeah, Heat think fan. What do you think? Do you want Russ? I personally would not want him. Here, here's my thing on Russ: is what kind of shooting is he going to get you? Not um, much. Clanks. But <laughs> here's the other thing. Kyle Lowry's not shooting the ball. That's true. Mm-hmm. At all. And they, w- they they reported that they were going to try and trade Kyle Lowry. Too. Until Jimmy Butler said he didn't want him gone. Uh, so you Butler. think they bring Russ off the bench for Lowry, or you think Lowry comes I, out? He, I don't know, because then you have the combination of Lowry, Russ, and Gabe Vincent, which Oof. they all kind of do different things. You yeah. get your you, you know your your Lowry is kind of more of like he runs the offense. Yeah. He doesn't rack up the assists, but you know he yeah. kind of runs the offense. Russell Westbrook. You're gonna get that playmaking, and Gabe Vincent is a lights-out shooter. So I I don't know how they'd run that, and how they would like distribute touches between them all. You yeah, know? and especially since they're so guard-heavy, then too, it's shooting guard with um they have Hero, they have Struess, they have Robinson, they have Old Depot. Yeah. Um, like I I don't I, I depending on the contract they were to bring him in, like if they were to bring him in on a one plus one team deal. Yeah. Well, I mean they like, have that open roster spot with Deadman. They have two open play. roster spots and oh, about three million dollars. I mean they can go over the cap, obviously, and yeah. it's a luxury tax. Okay, we'll see if if that's like the reported two teams. I think Miami's probably the most likely. Yeah, I, I don't see him because the Bulls. I don't, that, now that's a lost season for the Bulls. It's Chris Haynes. I mean he is a verified NBA insider, oh, yeah, yeah. but I mean it's not woes. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> or um, Shams. Really. Yeah, something could easily change. Yeah. So the Clippers were not in that. I no, he said. Uh, yeah, I think they're gonna the run. I, I'm interested. I guess they trust Bones Highland more, but I don't think Bones Highland's gonna get the start. Well, they uh, got rid of Jackson, so and they got don't uh, yeah, Wall I guess, either. I guess yeah, they yeah. didn't buy him. Oh uh, yeah, he's worth which it. if he's Jackson weird. gets because we were talking, we're expecting that Pat Bev. You might you guys might as well out. go for Reggie Jackson over Russ. Probably. But here's the thing: Do you wait to see like if? If Russ gets bought out before Reggie Jackson does, do you wait to see if Reggie Jackson does? Yes, I think, I think you. Go- so. I, think, I don't because I, think I don't Jackson think would be wait. a significant upgrade over Russ. But you have to get one of them. So would you risk losing? Yeah, I guess. Would you I guess if you if true. Russ is a sure thing? 
Would you risk? Well, risk I would think that is the Reggie one going to happen? It should happen in the next couple of days. I would. I because I, I don't see him playing for the a game for the Hornets. I don't know. I would love Reggie Jackson over over Russell Westbrook to play a, a backup point guard or even a yeah for that team. Probably Reggie Jackson is a better option. Than, well, yeah, but that's the thing. I think I, I I know. I guess the Clippers are out of the picture, but I think the Clippers would have been a good spot for him. I thought so too. Yeah, like come even if it's coming off the bench because you saw his too that because uh, I mean you saw Paul George was recruiting like he yeah. wants him there. And they only played for like a year. In yeah. OKC. And he, and that was the year, again, people critique Russ, and I'm a big Russ fan, but Paul, Paul George's best year was when he played with Russell Westbrook. He did. Yeah, no, he was an MVP candidate. He, he was year. third in MVP voting. Yeah. And then so like he has, Dame hit the, hits the shot, yeah. one of the shots so of his life. I was watching that game. Yeah. I wanted to cry. I'll never forget. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was a long night. I'm a big Paul George guy. I love so. Paul George. Yeah, I love Paul George, too. Uh, while we're on the topic of Russell Westbrook, let's go to his former team in which he was traded and this buyout will yeah. occur. And that was the trade of the Lakers acquiring D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, only giving up Russell Westbrook, uh, Juan Toscano-Anderson, um, and a first-round pick, which was kind of shocking to me, especially does LeBron stay there until 2027? Are you legit going to be – like how good that, – that could be a very good pick yeah. with the situation yeah. Yeah, with everything. forward. Yeah, yeah no, I think uh, the biggest takeaway from that is uh, – I mean, it's we have to wait and see how all these moves go. But I gotta give credit to Rob Palinka and Lakers and the Lakers front office there. They re- I didn't really see a whole lot of options that they could have done that to significantly upgrade this roster. And while this roster is still flawed, I could and they still have work to do, and they'll probably end up in the play-in. They have a deeper roster than they have had at least last season than they do now. And they really got an infusion of depth and uh, young talent, which is what they haven't had. Um, I don't really know how much of an upgrade D'Angelo Russell is. I mean, I think the biggest thing you can see is, like, he can be part of the future post-LeBron because he's only – which is crazy. I just learned this. I know that he's only 26. I feel like I've seen him forever. (laughs) Mike Beasley? D'Angelo yeah. Russell is oh, only yeah, 20. Yeah, because both of them yeah. are young, yeah. I feel like I've been watching D'Angelo Russell in the pros forever. Because he's been on a million teams, yeah, it feels yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, it's, uh, he star- like, like he that Brooklyn like team feels so long he ago. He played with yeah. Kobe. Like, yeah. that's crazy. I think, so yeah. he's been, because he was a one and done at, at Ohio yeah. State. So yeah. he was 19 coming in the league, 20. Yeah, so, so he's been in the league. Yeah, he's been in the yeah. league now. This is his seventh year in yeah, the league. That's so. insane. And he got tatted, too. He just looks. Yeah, so yeah he looks older. Yeah, too. He looks so much different than he does when he came. Yeah. When he, when no, he yeah. Was like a Honestly, I, and it was around the same time. I compare him to Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know why. What do you mean? Like the way that they came into the league from Ohio State, and now like the way that they are. Yeah, just like um, yeah, they like, like they're so like two different. total different like, people. Yeah, and I mean, I, I because it I, same, I know what you mean. Because yeah. it was the same yeah. time they're from Ohio State. Like I kind of you know, yeah. link them up. All, yeah. All I'm saying is, if you're the Grizzlies, I do not want to see the Lakers in the seven game series. No, it's crazy. Like I'm I, like just with how it is. Like or if you're any, you team, could but. see like can the Lakers like with. Uh, with Steph Curry being out, yeah. do the Lakers surpass the Warriors and snag that uh, sixth seed or whatever? It's going to be crazy to watch. It's going to be crazy. And I think they have a better shot of doing that because I think they're a more balanced roster. Now, of course, uh, Darvin Ham is still unproven as a coach, and it'll be interesting to see how he gets all these pieces going. But, uh, uh, and you know, of course, their health—they have to stay healthy. I mean, Anthony Davis needs to be healthy for this team to have a viable shot. But again, with what they had available to trade 
and what they got. They really maximized what I thought was possible. Yeah. They added how many bench, maybe like five bench players. Yeah, I they mean, obviously got rid of some, but you got yeah, Bamba I mean, too. Yeah, so D'Angelo Russell's going to start for him. They got Vander, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, a young uh, center. They got Malik Beasley, Mo Bamba. And they have Hachimura, but that was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they made they made yeah, good moves. Yeah, they just tried to give them more a shooting, fighting, a yeah, stuff. fighting yeah. chance. So yeah, no, I really think they uh, did a really good job. Yeah, they. I think this is one move of like, you know, you're a contender when you have LeBron. Yeah. The issue is we have to get LeBron to the playoffs, yeah. and they have not been able to do that the past couple of years. So I think these moves were let's get a good enough team to get to the playoffs, and then let's and let LeBron thing, be yeah. LeBron. We know how LeBron is. Seven-game series, LeBron on the floor. If you have LeBron on the floor, I yeah. like the chances. Uh, it's also – I think it's funny uh, they traded Thomas Bryant to the Nuggets. Yeah. And in that picture of uh, – I saw <laughs> a funny I, I saw a funny tweet. It was like, uh, never forget Thomas Bryant trying to call for the ball when LeBron's trying to make history. <laughs> hey, Indiana legend. Hey, I respect the heck out of <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, he's just trying to win. And he just got traded yeah. after that. That's just funny. That was a deep seal down, too. Yeah. Like he Le had GM, position, man. Le GM. Yeah, he yeah. had position for a bucket <laughs> there. He had position for a bucket. He yeah. was calling yeah. for it. He, hey, I respect the heck yeah. out of that. One other thing that came out of this move that I actually I really like is Mike Conley going to the Timberwolves. I like I like yeah. that. I think with yeah, they needed a, I, I think you have Anthony good. Edwards there. You have um Gobert Cat and Carl Anthony yeah. Towns yeah. when they're healthy. Yeah. I think adding that yeah, no, veteran, I, I agree, yeah. that veteran yeah, that I, point guard. He's a better fit there than I think uh D'Lo, D'Lo was yeah, there. Just because he knows how to operate with bigs and how to you know, just that He's played with Gobert. Yeah. He played with yeah. Gobert. Everyone and I mean Conley's just one of those guys. Conley was that, having a good that year that everyone quietly. talks that everyone talks like they have rave reviews for Conley yeah. no matter what. So that's just from a locker room perspective that also helps. Yeah, Conley's scoring's gone down. He's only averaging about eleven a game, but he's giving you eight assists yeah. um, off of that. So um, that 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 veteran experience could be interesting. I think to he watch was hurt there. for. I might have been hurt for a little yeah, too. I don't remember. But they also got three second round picks added to that haul, that yeah. giant haul. So they're um, again they're just giving them more ammunition. I mean, yeah. as we saw, second round picks were dealt <laughs> so much this deadline um you want to i guess we'll talk about uh the one a big move i didn't really understand for the hall but it was the warriors trade sending out james wiseman to detroit mm-hmm. for that three-team trade uh, and i mean it was initially um i thought they were going to keep kevin knox for the pistons hey new york legend five second round picks yeah. and then they rerouted them and then they got gary payton for those i like the gary seconds. payton though. i do yeah. too yeah. but i mean i mean it was clear as day that wiseman was the odd man out they were he, he was, didn't fit he was a big yeah. uh cap casualty too and they were so over the cap um and into the tax and then i know they have question marks about guys returning next year so to save any money as they can um yeah, but, I mean, Gary Payton filled his role last year, really good defender, and had some pretty cool dunks, too. So, just to get more uh, familiarity with them, especially with, again, with uh, Steph being injured, it can't help to have guys who fit in the Warriors system. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that uh, the Blazers – you talk about second-round picks. Blazers get five second-round yeah. picks. Mm-hmm. Um, the Spurs got uh, Devontae Graham in four second-round picks. Thunder, Justin Jackson, two second-round picks. Um, Clippers, Eric Gordon, three second-round picks. Yep. It, they got passed around. Oh, yeah, like Josh Richard, yeah, Josh Richardson from the Spurs for Devontae Graham and four second-round picks, too, and everything. Um, yeah, no, they were just <laughs> – 
thrown out like yeah. flyers, which is it's crazy to think because again you think, oh, second round picks those means I mean really that those are just most likely going to be G League guys at the end of the day. But I mean, hey, that's uh, uh, draft capital yeah. at the end of the day, and you could use once it in a blue moon. Trade. Like yeah. Jokic went second yeah, round. Yeah, Jokic. Draymond. Yeah, uh, Draymond. I mean, uh, Manu Ginobili. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Marcus all I believe uh, was a second round pick, um, but yeah, no. <laughs> Every once in a while it sticks, but again, yeah. just to use it for teams that have like extra draft capital to use in trades, that's just gonna uh, be crazy. Um, then, well, another trade that we'll dive deep into here, and it's because it involves both of your teams, and I'm excited to see where this one goes. <laughs> um, I'm I'm pretty excited. Hopefully, this delivers some good content for you guys. Oh, and it. that is the four-team trade that involved Tansky's 76ers <laughs> and uh, Brian's New York Knicks. Yeah. Uh, the Sixers gave uh, up um, Martise, Matisse Thibault. Not Martise, Matisse <laughs> Thibault. Um, and got Jalen McDaniels from the Hornets, including two second-round picks. Yep, yep, you guessed yeah. it. Um, the Hornets got – I don't even know who this uh, is. Did he go to Kansas? That guy, I think so. Yes. I I, I, yes. I remember okay. I remember the name. Um, yeah, he I, is averaging one point six points, five rebounds, and point one assists. Uh, so I don't know what the point of that yeah. is, other than <laughs> two second round picks that yeah. they also received. Trailblazers got uh, Cam Reddish from the Knicks, gave up Josh Hart, uh, which I know Brian will have something to comment on that. Yeah. Also, they were the ones that received Thibault, um, and they also got Archie Diakio, which I like. Yeah, another rebuilding that was Villanova teams. Hey, did yeah. you see that reaction of Jalen Brown? Because he was that. at Villanova getting when honored. The, when the trade yeah, happened. Yeah, that happened. That was awesome. That made me smile because it was he got his number retired, and I believe they were honoring Jay Wright that night. Yeah, too. Jay Wright was at the press. So that was just that. that was just really cool. Yeah, I, I, I love mean, that. Villanova I of course, yeah. I yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love those. Oh, I love those Villanova yeah. teams. Yeah, and on so. top of those three players, the Trailblazers were also able to receive a first round pick for this upcoming draft yeah. from uh, the Knicks, which is. Uh, what, Questionable. What, what team did you say? The Knicks gave it up. The Knicks the gave Blazers. it up to the Trailblazers. Okay. I, I didn't like the. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's pick. interesting for me. Uh, for at least, I'll get into the Sixers, but I think for Portland, I mean, like, Dame's having a really underrated year, just because Portland you don't really get see on national TV, but he's having a really good year for his age thirty-two season, and it's like the second straight year Portland has kind of like punted on this. Uh, trade deadline that made moves not to really get better or to help Dame in the now and you know there's probably not a ton of moves out there that were going to help this team but at least to see them try I feel like would have went a long way because again everyone in the west was tr was like the heavy hitters in the west were out on a mission to get better it was an arms arms race pretty much and you know it's no one really thinks Portland's gonna go far but you uh, your franchise players having a really good season i thought it was they would at least try um because you know dame's made it vehemently clear he wants to win and he wants to win in portland exclusively and portland's not really uh giving him a whole lot of ammunition to go out and realistically win yeah no i i, I, to I totally agree with that um, I think it's interesting because, you know, you have Simons, you have like your kind of mix yeah. of younger guys and older guys, but like 
if you're the Blazers, I don't know if you can blow it up. Yeah. You know? No. Well, I mean, they said, like, they were – I know Simons was a guy people thought could be available, but they view him as a bridge they to him the future. That big deal, yeah, yeah. They, they view him that's, as a future building block. I think that's the thing, because when I saw that Simons trade – this is – this is they, uh, not, not the Simons trade. When they signed Simons, this is – he was obviously showing flashes, but we didn't know yeah. how good he was going to be. So I think with the Blazers giving them that large contract kind of shows, like, the smaller market teams sometimes have to take a risk on the younger yeah, guys. No, who you have to, like, yeah, no, you do. Like, I – like, uh, unfortunately, like – of the things he did off the field, but you know for a fact the Hornets were going to give uh, Miles Bridges a yeah. big bag. He was going to command that before probably every, overpay everything yeah. that happened. But like that's a challenge small market teams have. You have yeah. to overpay. You can't let them guys. walk. Yeah, no, because if you try to lowball them, some uh, bigger market team's going to swoop in and take them. Yeah. So yeah, no, you have to like pretty much max out your guys, and that's why you have to consistently draft or consistently hope you have trade packages available to build a team around. So it kind of stinks. Um. Yeah. No. So six is the Sixers' only move. Uh. And I mean, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you know my thoughts on it. Their <laughs> their entire goal, this entire trade done, I've read for weeks and months. I knew it was going to happen. Was they wanted to get under the luxury tax? They wanted to dodge the repeater uh, tax threshold. Ownership wants to save money, and that's fine. And like, I get at the end of the day. If I'm an owner and I don't, <laughs> and I am paying all of this for another second round exit, pro- uh, probably, I'd probably want to cut. <laughs> I'd probably want to cut salary too. But you know, as a fan perspective, it does sting. Uh, I like Matisse. Uh, he's been uh, awesome on the defensive end, but incredibly frustrating on the offensive end. If he could have just developed somewhat of a steady jumper he would not be moved and Sixers would make an utmost priority of having him. Or if they wanted to punt on him, they probably could have gotten something better. Um, I don't really think, I don't really think Jalen McDaniels is that much of an upgrade. I think he's a better uh, offensive player. And I think his defense is obviously not as clear as Matisse, but uh, Daryl Morey was speaking to the media today and they viewed him as they'd be able to play him. Uh, more because of his offensive threat because if you watch the playoffs the past couple of years teams would just ignore Matisse in the playoffs because his offense most likely wasn't giving you anything so it is what it is um do you still he think had that a really that they lost the tra- trade deadline that they were from the a worst fan, team obviously not but from like as a fan like I, I think personally they did but I, I clearly I if just, the heat did nothing yes no they I'm not even saying the heat like but, I just um, don't know what else you wanted them to do that they could have they, realistically done. I don't know done. if they really wanted to go like, like give me give me an example of what would have made this a successful trade, like something that they could have done. Got a backup center. They really need one. I know, uh, but like, how are I you going to get that? They could have traded for Drummond. I know he. Uh, there was rumors the Bulls were going to give him up. They could have done something to get Nerlens. Did Drummond play for the? Was he? Drummond's with the Bulls. Sorry. No, I'm saying he was on the. Was, was Drummond ever on the Sixers? Yeah, he, he was, was with us last. Yeah, he was part of. So, uh, he was actually really good for us yeah, last year as a backup. But he was time. part of the trade that sent Simmons. It was Simmons, Seth Curry, Drummond, and a couple first rounders to the Nets for Harden, obviously, yeah. and then uh, Paul Millsap, who was god off. Paul Millsap still in the NDA? No, he was last year, and he oh. played. And here's he my here's my question minutes. with um, the Drummond trade. How, where's that $22 million going to go? You have to give up either $22 million to stay under the cap to make the trade work. 
So where I'm are you they dishing could, out I'm saying they could have went over it if they really like. That's why I'm saying like their entire goal was to uh, be, and they could have matched. Way they could have matched salary because I know Furcon, Furcon Korkmaz, one, he required yeah. his second trade from the team. Um, so well, they more even said today they're that's they're four going million to, dollars. They're going to look at the buyout market. And they, I think he said they're already with like seven available players, but I don't really know. I'm hoping, I'm hoping you're, uh, uh, is Nerlens on the next? I think he's on the Pistons. I think. Hopefully, with Wiseman going there, they uh, buy out uh, Nerlens because I would love it because I just, I just like Nerlens. So it is what it is. We'll see. It's really hard after five years of the same thing it's really hard to really get excited yeah. about this Sixers team even what even though I get to watch Joel Embiid play uh we'll see how it goes yeah. I'm excited I put it this way as much as I do enjoy watching Sixers and I try not to miss a game I'm definitely more <laughs> excited about other teams this year which is hard which is really hard to do and shows just how <laughs> broken down they've made me yeah. hey as a Knicks fan I can relate point blank period like it's crazy like the Sixers out of every like out of the Flyers, out of the Phillies, out of the Eagles, really are the team that has caused me the most <laughs> emotional strain of, of my life. Which is like if you talk to other people, that's insane. Like it would easily be the Phillies or Eagles, but for me it's the Sixers. Yeah. So we'll see. Um it, this is all stemming from when you gave um Tobias Harris is Max. All right, listen. That's why you're stuck. We're this t- is why you're yeah, stuck. Yeah, I know it is. We're talking on Mike. I like Tobias Harris. Like I really do like him. Clown me all you want. I have a Tobias Harris jersey and a Simmons jersey. Don't forget that part. You, know, you could Simmons have a Tobias Harris jersey. <laughs> Jimmy Butler. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Jersey. That's what I have a Jimmy Uh-oh. Butler jersey, and that makes me sad every time hey. I wear it. I, I don't even wear it anymore. It's just, I folded it really nicely in my closet, and I just stare at my. How many teams man. has Jimmy Butler played for? Uh, the Bull, the Bulls, T Wolves, Sixers, uh, Heat. Heat. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I like Tobias Harris. Most uh, mid player in NBA history. Yeah, he's when you look at like guys who got max deals, he's yeah. gonna be on the la- he's gonna be one of the last players. And it's crazy too, like part of, he's forever entrenched in Sixers history because he is the largest free agent contract the Sixers ever handed out. <laughs> a five year hundred and eighty five million. They <laughs> you know what no one else it's crazy too because I know no one else was offering the max that <laughs> that summer and the Sixers bet against themselves. I know that that didn't happen. I, so we'll I'll see. make you feel better. In something that the Heat did a couple oh, yeah. years ago, if <laughs> you want to make fun of us, no, 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 no. Like I'm serious. I, I will oh, admit okay. something I, that they I did bad. This. I appreciate so, so this. we can we can relate on terrible things that yeah. failed. Is our it franchise. Let D Wade walk? Is that? <laughs> well, that that was that was terrible. Oh, I literally cried that night. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, understandable. Signing Hassan Whiteside to a max contract. Mm. Hey man, hey, 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 hey. Yes. <laughs> yes. that's fair. <laughs> yes. Okay, can I get some, the Knicks? I mean, the Knicks have had. Yeah, let's go some Knicks moves. Well, I mean, Evan Fournier is the latest one. Fournier. He got like ninety six million dollars. Oh, oh, I think you're talking about trades. Oh, 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 oh okay. Well, oh, anything. Contract. The <laughs> contracts don't get me started, man. I told. I, I, I've said this before. I knew the Knicks were a terrible franchise when they didn't offer Kevin Durant the max. Yeah. Like, but um, I remember that thing that came out. I'm like, oh, wow. I, I've said, dude, Kyrie, <laughs> Zion. Oh, there's that legendary picture of the three of them, uh, the new big three in New York. And I ended with my boy, um, Julius Randle. Yeah. Who I'm not a fan of, but R.J. Barrett. I don't. Oh, actually, I was having you this like conversation. RJ? Nah. Oh, uh, no. uh, I, I like him. Like I think he's a cool guy. Not that I've ever talked to him, but uh, <laughs> first name basis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I like R.J. But 
you pay him that deal. He's so inconsistent. He's a, such an inefficient player. Um, he's supposed to be the franchise guy, and I don't think he's improved much since his rookie year. His yeah. shooting's terrible. He I went six like, for twenty nine, six for twenty one the other day. It's crazy too. Like you just see, like it's like you see him put up like twenty four points or something. And you're like, oh, that's a pretty decent night. seven and for twenty one from yeah, the field. Yeah, but then you see his efficiency, and it's, it's crazy. Bad. And he, he, but the thing is, he does not get nearly enough criticism as. Julius Randle, and I'm very yeah. critical of Julius Randle. Julius Randle gets way more criticism, and he's been m- way more consistent through yeah. the next tenure. I which thought makes no another sense big to me. thing that I thought, like I actually liked the move at the time, is when they traded for Cam Reddish because I I, like, I, I love Cam Reddish last year, and that's when I you, loved him. You guys weren't going to make the playoffs last yeah. year. You had a down year. Reddish and just then, got um, traded, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I thought for sure, like okay, they're in a rebuild-ish year. Uh, see I what Cam, Cam Reddish has, and I feel like he never got Paul the George flashes. I was saying, yeah, he that. never, he never got it. In He's New one York. guy who I will say, like, never got a fair opportunity. Yeah. Like, I, even was, in Atlanta, he, he was one guy I thought the Sixers. I wanted the Sixers to yeah. kick the tires on because the asking price wasn't but that in the, expensive. In, this year, the first couple of games, he was one of he won us some games. So he gave yeah. Us, so I, I always think like sometimes I'm like, you know, these coaches are in practice every day. Maybe yeah. They so yeah, they see, see something. something maybe his work ethic isn't like. I think he had some classes with Tibbs. That's what I heard. But Tibbs is. Kind of ignorant. All due respect. Yeah, like, he seems like a way coach the highway. That, yeah, it seems like he's very set in his system and his but way. RJ of just coaching. doesn't get held. I know you, he's the franchise guy. You pay him that money, but he's he does he he gets away yeah. with a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, the Josh Hart trade, I, I I like it. I don't know about the first round pick though, but this thing about the Knicks, we're never good enough. We're never good enough to win a championship. Yeah, we're never like, bad enough to like get a top perpetu- pick. You're we're in, in the like middle. Per- we're yeah, in like the one year, the one year that you were, you didn't. You're in like perpetual. Like I, I was crying that day. I'll tell you that. But no. I mean, Hart, he's a good two-way player. I think like, he'll be fine. Do you like Obi Toppin? I love Obi Toppin. Okay, they yeah. I think he could put up like sixteen and eight if you give him enough minutes. He that, doesn't play. They I mean, don't he play was him he was uh, he was player of the year at Dayton. Yeah, Dayton. Yeah, the that Dayton team in twenty twenty, dude. Oh man, they got screwed. They got robbed. They got screwed. That team was scary. And then West Virginia legend Miles McBride plays. He gets a lot of time. Yeah, he was a big reason the Sixers lost. He was a big reason the Sixers lost. I like Deuce. I think they they the thing the decision they made is they're gonna play Deuce and bench cam so i mean that is i, I like camp but you know west virginia yeah guy. so i understand but yeah so i'm interested to see where did where did uh where did um just what uh we just blanked on his name uh reddish go where did i forget where duke? he was traded yeah he was at duke i yeah. meant traded uh, portland. portland portland okay yeah. oh so he was part of the josh Hart yeah so trade. i okay. think i that's why i was okay with the josh Hart trade because we're training a guy who didn't play okay but i think if you if cameras gets an opportunity i think he he can I think really so. Good. I think if he actually gets an extended look, I still yeah. think he can tap because he's he's still young, I believe. Yeah, it's only he's in the same class as Zion. Yeah, yeah, he's only. I'm out. You a big uh big Cam guy? He's only 23. I yes, yeah. I love I Cam. Yeah, did you like Cam Reddish at Duke? He kind of was underwhelming a lot. Rank, rank those yeah. big three. Rank that big three. On like, like which one I thought were best or which one I liked. The which best. one you liked and then which one you thought. Was okay, best. well, I obviously Zion on one. He was clearly the best. Yeah, playing well. And skill wise, it was Zion. But RJ was number one in that class. I don't know how. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how. RJ was number one in that class. I think it was strictly off of Zion, was in weak high school opponents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like a white cup. Because he went to Mount Verde, RJ, right? Yeah. Some top school. Spartanburg, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I loved RJ, except when it came to crunch time. Um, For whatever reason, like, we put the ball in his hands other than the most unguardable player in (laughs) in the world. Um, And, I mean, it just sucks that he. Not only did he not make it, but then it's also a questionable decision where if, like, he was the guy, it's like, okay, yeah, 
he missed it, but who else are you going to go to? So not only he was missing it and yeah. it was questionable, kind of double whammy for him. But yeah. I, I liked him. I think the, like if I had to root for one player, I was like, I, I want, I'm going to root for RJ. Yeah. Because like the hype around Zion was all there. Like everyone was getting it. Like RJ deserved a lot of credit for why that team is still the way it was. Like he was still putting up like 20 plus a game. Trey like, Jones too played a big part. I uh, Trey Jones is my favorite Duke player of all yeah, time. That's 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 my buddy Josh, that's one of his favorite And I players. said it. Never I got see, enough credit. Though. Him I, and Tyus, he loves both yeah, of the Tyus Jones is, he's killing it. In the, well, it's a, he's a good back. He's one of the best. Trey Jones is having a decent season. Yeah, for the Spurs. Antonio, yeah. yeah. But I, I said it when they lost to Michigan State and mm. Trey Jones was just a mess because like he lo- like the only like his brother won a national championship. He wanted to win one. You could tell like was questioned like where is he gonna get drafted i said it back. i said he's coming back yeah. like the day after the game i was like talking to people i was like he's gonna come back he's like and you he like did, lebron telling the future hey, hey. <laughs> i just Love i just had future. a feeling and i just I, had yeah, a fortune feeling. teller but <laughs> um yeah he was he was my favorite but I out of those guys. three then i'd go RJ i hate duke but I, I actually was a fan of that team as much as i hated rooting for them they were so i always watched them play whenever they were go heels go heels yeah big year from this year from the heels man and mute <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, I don't know. Hey, I remember Cam hit that three against Florida State. Yes, I, I, remember, I was yes, watching that game. I was too. That was, that was crazy. Yeah. How you leave him open? Why he was the best now. three point shooter on that team? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But who was the, who was he? I think he trent Oh, Alex O'Connell. Remember? Yeah, him? I was. His balance was know, he, He's on Creighton now. I think. Yeah. I think. Well, well, no, he's, he's gone now. He's in the G League. Oh, he's in the G. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorite. I can't remember his first name. I know one of my favorite Duke players because he bothered the crap out of my roommate. Goldwire, Jeremy. George, Goldwire. Oh, he go. He was Oklahoma. I yeah. love Goldwire. Yeah. Oh, he annoyed. He annoyed. Goldwire. I think he went. To tra- I think he transferred to Oklahoma. I, yeah, I could be wrong. But <laughs> he hey, did not he like was. Him. He was on that team, wasn't he? Yeah, he was on that yeah. team. He was there forever. That so my birthday, we played Louisville, and that was the game of like the twenty-three point comeback. Mm-hmm. Oh in the yeah, second yeah. half. Yeah. That they switched to a two-two-one zone with Goldwire and Trey Jones, two of the best defenders in the country, mm-hmm. and they forced like fifteen turnovers in the last like eight minutes of the game. Just like those two, Man. like it was. I love goal. Like when I just loved the duo of yeah. him and Trey. Yeah. Like if it would have just been him, I'd have yeah. been like, okay, we need yeah. a better point guard. <laughs> I still don't know how that team didn't win a championship, national championship. Just a terrible they, game against Michigan yeah, State. Yeah, that's the thing about March Madness. Was, 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 was that Elite Eight? Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, that's crazy too. Like you feel like they honestly. I know. I know. I know for like Duke Center, Elite Eight, like ah, that's whatever. But I mean, like, well, they almost lost to UCF kill, that year too. I kill for West Virginia Elite Eight. Elite Eight. I shed a tear on the way. <laughs> I don't know if it would be of joy or me being. I don't know, that, the farthest they went in the past few years was they ran into the juggernaut Syracuse? of that 2018 West Virginia team. Did play, well, I meant like the farthest they oh, went in the past okay. few years was the Sweet 16, and they ran into that 2018 Villanova team yeah. that <laughs> just oh. killed everyone in front of them. Dante DiVincenzo year. Oh, th- yeah. that finals game against Michigan. That got him a draft pick miss. in the one game. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah, it got him the first round. He got drafted by he's, Milwaukee, right? He's, did he was he, uh yeah, it was Milwaukee. Yeah, he's Milwaukee. But did he like was he even like that nice in college or was it just He like, was not like he game? was like he came off the he bench, never right? got he never got playing time. He was a streaky 20. shooter. So did D-Buck, though. D-Buck he was, came he was never uh a starter and that 2016 like he did. He showed flashes of NBA talent. He was streaky. He's still he's been in the league. He's forever he's he's one of my favorite college players of all time. But also, like, it's like the Archer Diakono family is like a legacy family. He got Villanova. traded too. He's part of that trade. Yeah. And then, like, oh. the DiFincenzo family is a legacy one based strictly on Dante. Because I know he has a brother. Um, so, yeah, it's just uh, funny. Do you like. 
You like the Plumlee brothers, right? I love. How can yeah. you not yeah. like? Yeah. Them? So oh, you have you have you have Mason yeah. Plumlee going to L. A. I like that for the Clippers. No, I do too. I, I'm, like, big I'm, I'm still confused on why they get Reggie Jackson for him, but and yeah. Luke Kennard too. Like he's a shooter. They must big. think like, Bones is really good or something. Oh yeah, they must have seen something. But you like, can bring Bones off the bench. So like I don't Bone, know like he was so, like I remember last year he would like was lighting it up. Gives me flashes. Like, really Jamal good bench Crawford piece, but bit. like seems he's just been really inconsistent this yeah. year, and. I don't know. I feel like he had, he had a heart like with the way that Nuggets team was. Has so I many, think him and Malone have so many three point yeah. shooters. So like you could really afford to trade one of them, uh, but they didn't really get a ton back with him. It was two second round picks. Yeah. I thought he, for sure he would have been moved for at least. I think you could have gotten a first out of him depending on one team. But yeah, no, it's interesting to see how they'll use him. The Clippers, man. I'm telling you, I think that's sneaky. Yeah, if, sneaky one. If they, they stay they were healthy, the if they gonna, st- like again it's defensively, like, their team like I sort of view like. For the Heat, uh, like thirteen, like you don't really care how they do in the regular season. Just get them to the playoffs. Like I know you said that a lot, Tanner. Let Jimmy Butler like, cook. Yeah, I feel like the the Clippers are the same way, especially with their uh, load management of their stars. Like once, like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, that's as good as a duo in the league that you could get if yeah. they're healthy and they're on. Like good. Kawhi's luck. been cooking lately. Like, especially like two way, like two complete two way superstar players. Actually. This makes me think of it. Let's let's do that. To top five duos in the league because obviously you have those two. Luka, I think you have Luca, Kyrie. I think oh, I didn't even think about them. You have those two now. Katie and Book. I think you got to throw up there. I mean, I'm beating Harden. You have and beating Harden, Katie and Book. You have Tatum and Brown, Brown. LeBron Tatum and, Brown and AD. Sure. Yeah. Ooh. You, you know what? I, I'm not gonna say. I was thinking it was borderline top five, but now that you guys threw those two out. I'm not gonna say it's top five, but it's underrated. underrated. It's underrated. I no no no. I haven't said it yet. Oh, I thought Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. Bam is cooking. Bam is cooking. Bam's been cooking this year. He's he's crazy. I I he's saw the other night. I saw the, the other night. Yeah, thirty, and he scored fourteen or something in the second in the fourth quarter. What about where you guys put like I guess Curry and J- Jordan Poole when they're healthy? I still think it's Curry it's Curry, it's Curry play. play. I still think it's Curry play. play. I still think Splash it. Brothers. Uh, well, even think yeah, you could sure. think of like yeah. um, uh, Mitchell and Garland if you wanted to too. That's or, true. <laughs> Cat and Gobert, if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, it should be Cat and uh, Edwards. Um, yeah, Cat and Edwards. I, 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 think, I yeah, you know, it's really hard to rate them. I and like, and it's, who's it's, the who do you think is the best duo? If you're gonna right pick now it, yeah. for me, okay, but, wait, wait, wait if what's, I had, what's the one in Memphis? It's John, who? John Bain, probably. Oh, I would say Jaron Jackson. Actually, Bain or I probably Jackson. put Jaron. I'm gonna go Dylan Brooks. <laughs> I'm gonna go guy. number one just because we know what they we know what they can do. They consistently do it. And they've gone far doing it, and that is Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Oh yeah, you also have to go Celts. That yeah. and the fact that they have <laughs> finals appearance together, and they're still relatively young. And and like they're con- like you could put okay LeBron AD. Oh but wait, like, we, they're not both. We on the also floor. forgot uh, Giannis and Middleton slash Giannis and Holiday. Like oh that's, that's true. A champion- I think that's a, champion- a championship. That's a championship. A lot of it is Giannis. Not but any. I think Middleton's I've, falling off, and Drew Holiday shouldn't be an All Star. Yeah, but I, I, I think it's Giannis carrying the weight of being. That's that. Hey, that team. <laughs> I think we also got not that they're top five, but we got to respect Fox and Sabonis too. Yeah, no, they made yeah. basketball fun in Sacramento again. You can't really say hey, that's yeah. been the case. <laughs> um, yeah, this is hard. The best. I, I think that Luca Kyrie. I, I'm not saying that that has best, the potential, but I that think that really has the potential. Yeah, I but like I they, mean, you have to say like, is 
is is that going to be a duo that's there for a long time? Because I feel like they're going to clash. When you know, you know they're going to work. Like, I'm not an expert like on NBA stuff, uh, yeah. but like Luca, Luca Bra- won't not will not put up with Kyrie. Yeah, I, he has I, a temper. And I Luca just feel will, like Luca will let Kyrie know when he's upset. They're going to clash. Yeah. Maybe Kyrie like, needs a guy like that's that. A top and like, duo. Not gonna, yeah, yeah, but I think that'll shut. Well, Brian, I think that'll shut Kyrie down. I'm just saying, like for the potential that like Brian Windhorst said, like I was just also known Kyrie wanted to go to like a Western Coast and he wanted to go to Phoenix. I was at one of the teams. I don't think there's bad blood between Durant and Kyrie, at least how Kyrie was making it sound. We have yet to see if Kevin Durant's going to comment on that. But, uh, hey, he could make his way there if he wanted to. He's a free agent this year. Yeah. Houston, like, kind of has to sign him for that trade to ever recoup value for him. But, I mean, Kyrie's going to do what Kyrie wants. If he, Hey, if he wants to go there, it's either there or L.A. still. Like, he, you know, like, if it's not Phoenix, he's headstrong on going to L.A. if Dallas doesn't be a place that works on but i think that one that one probably has the biggest boomer bust potential for duos uh because we just know how good offensively those two are defensively i don't know how that's gonna work like defensively yeah they're gonna have other players are gonna have to pick up slack there also before like i thought for sure christian wood was gonna get traded because i know they that was Mm -hmm. one of the guys mark stein said he's as good as gone so i'm surprised he stayed but they didn't really have any choice yeah i I knew the heat were interested in him because he comes off the bench yeah yeah Yeah. he could start on a lot of teams yeah but i think start on the heat for that for that fit they're already Dallas is already flawed defensively. Yeah. Now you add another guy who's not a well, great Well, who's defender. their best defender now? Because they lost Finney Smith. Hardaway, maybe? I don't know. I, yeah, now that I'm thinking it defensively, I don't know how that team uh, is. That, that, they're, they're built for a – They right, might put up gonna, 140, but they're going to let up 150. Yeah, that's like we Honestly, hope to God we the, could score more. They, I mean, I guess they have – do they still have JaVale, JaVale McGee's a rim presence? They don't play him at all, though. Yeah. He, he, they signed him to that three-year deal, promising the start. He should play. I feel play. like he's a yeah, solid um, big man. Yeah, I don't but know. But like the perimeter wise, I don't know who they can. Who they yeah, they're like, I'm still surprised. Like, obviously now it doesn't matter because they got Kyrie, but I'm still surprised they didn't keep Jalen Brunson. I'm really, oh, I yeah. really he was the second best team on a team really, that went I to the re- Western Conference. I really finals. thought they was going to keep him, but that's. Like, I guess they got Kyrie, yeah. so it worked out. But all right, so I think Zion and Bi Zion. So Tatum Brown, probably and deservedly yeah. number one. I don't think we could put Kyrie. And Luca there yet? It has yeah, the potential. Yeah. Um, I mean, same, we got to respect same, the same Splash with, Brothers. Sa- same with Durant and Booker because we yeah. haven't yet to see them play. Like the potential for those is there. Yeah, I think like you can't like what Stephen Clay have done is great, but that's like you really have to decide: is it still Stephen Clay or is it st- or is yeah. it Pool? And I feel like Pool has had a quiet year this year. Like he hasn't really like. He signed that massive deal, uh, deservedly so, but it feels like this year he hasn't really played up to it uh, so far. Uh, so that's up there. Had Gian- a great playoffs last year. Yeah. yeah. Giannis, yeah. Uh, Middleton, or Giannis and Holiday. You have to decide on that one. I mean, what about Jokic and Murray? Uh, that's true. Um, but that, call, like how Tanner was saying, the Giannis and yeah, whatever his true, Robin yeah. is, that you're mostly doing that because. Eric Gordon's having a big year, too. And Harden, I think, is a really good duo. That pick and roll is really deadly. Uh, I mean, Jimmy and Bam, they've been to a finals together. They've been to the Eastern Conference finals twice together. That's good. Um, And then LeBron and AD, that's as good. That's uh, talent-wise, that's as good as you could get. But injuries and inconsistencies, uh, I really don't know how to rank it other like it's – 
Tatum Brown. Yeah, there's a lot of new ones. Yeah. There's a lot of and new ones that have to wait. Going yeah. on. Uh, I'd put. Uh, I don't know where I'd rank them, but I'd put Embiid and Harden there. I think they deserve. Yeah, that. they're probably no, they're yeah. up there. Yeah. I think they're top five. Yeah, definitely top five. I'll put them I like three, four. Yeah, that, that's probably where I was thinking of. I just don't know, like, like you could easily say Durant and Booker is talent wise. Yeah, there's again, you just don't know how they're gonna play yet. Um, yeah, well, one duo that actually disappointed me a little bit this year was Trey and Dejounte Murray. I thought yeah. they complemented each other. Yeah, well. I thought it'd be like they were getting a really good defender yeah. and Trey to help, and that, then they can shoot yeah, to help that uh, facilitate backcourt. It just never happened. Yeah, uh, again, it is early. That team's so. and I mean, there's been uh, beef between Trey and Nate Davis and everything, and they just battled inconsistently. And they're trying to trade John Collins, but it feels like for the third straight trade deadline, and they just don't do it. That team just yeah. had a lot of turmoil this year. Uh, definitely one of the bigger disappointments so far uh, yeah. in the NBA. I actually just got an alert that Russ is open to staying in Utah, apparently. No way. He <laughs> hates those fans. <laughs> That's what I was There's saying. There's no yeah. way he stays. I don't know if I, be- I, don't know if I can believe I would that. pay to see a Russell Westbrook-Utah Jazz game. I would pay for that. <laughs> He'd probably get booed in his own stadium. Oh, is, it, is it Utah's open – or is it – He's open is to the, play for I know. Utah. Is the issue going to be – him not wanting to play in Utah? Or is it going to be Utah not wanting it to play It says Russ himself is open to being here, but if I'm Russ, I'm at, at that stage, I don't think he wants to be I don't want to. If I'm Russ, I don't want to yeah. be there. Because you could, like, he also has that competitive spirit, and you know he wants to yeah. always put himself in position. To and win. also, I don't know how he would fit with the Jazz. He just doesn't fit with their timeline yeah, either. That's what I'm like, yeah. they're, like, clearly I'm, rebuilding. They're trying to be competitive, but yeah. they're clearly rebuilding. I kind of wonder what he's doing right now. Like, like, what do you think? Is he in Utah, do you think? Yeah, like, no, there's is he probably in LA? still in LA. Yeah, he's yeah. probably still in LA. Yeah, and according to Shams, uh, Pat Bev is buyout. in the process of a buyout. Where do you think where, Pat Bev Yeah, goes? where do you think he goes? I, I, would say, I think he might go to Miami. I just think he fits that. Miami uh, was interested in signing him this offseason or trading for him. I forget what. Probably. Did tra- they trade for The Lakers yeah, traded the Lakers for, trade him. for him. Yeah, they, I know they were. Pat Riley's big on him. I've never been the biggest. I heard a Minnesota fan, reunion was actually, but I like too. I. I've never been a <laughs> I, like I've never been a big Pat Bev fan, but like <laughs> the style of which you like, you need to have those guys on your team. Mm-hmm. If you went, if he ended up in the Sixers, I wouldn't be upset. Say, I, I, I'll like, come to New York. He would just be like he fits. He yeah. fits how like the Sixers like in Sixers fans like he would be instantly become a fan favorite. Uh, but I I think Miami. Just because <laughs> he seems like a typical guy, Miami would buy out. He would be so annoying to play against, and <laughs> defensively, he would hit, a, big, he would hit a, he would hit a big three and just like yeah. just change the swing of the game. Um, he might score four points and yeah. be allowed four points. I know. So I'm I'm also wondering like what a lot of these buyout guys decide to do. So what other guys? So you have Bev Russell Westbrook if he buys out. Will Barton's Barton. gonna get bought out. Um, Again, I'm praying Nerlens. I would yeah. love Nerlens. Serge Ibaka got bought out. Has Ibaka has he done anything recently? No, he I didn't. He never. He couldn't crack the rotation and he played a and, uh, decent role when they won the ring. Yeah, but he couldn't crack it uh, yeah. this time around. Yeah, not with Lopez and Portis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lopez having a quiet year, t- a quietly good year too. Yeah, he's always that Buck, quietly that Bucks team's like just been quiet. Like they're like, I haven't really seen a whole lot of national TV games of them this year. Uh, but uh, they got better with Jay Crowder, obviously. That that move, the Jay Crowder move, feels a lot like that P.J. Tucker move they made with yeah. the year they won it all. Just like not the splashiest trade, but fits the team and fits what they're trying to, uh, you know, win there and trying to build there. So I, that that's going to be so annoying. 
Um, I do. I do think the Heat are going to be active. Like if a team that did make any, the Heat are going to sign. If they didn't, yeah, yeah if they didn't, make, they didn't do anything in the trade then, like, besides train Deadman and then a second round pick, yeah. just to clear cap. Oh, would they tra- trade that too? So, uh, like the Spurs, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. for cash. So, yeah, no, that's they're they're always active. In yeah, the, in and the I mean, who who doesn't want to play in Miami? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have a, a you have a good core. You have a great coach. It takes like a different kind of too. work ethic, though. Mm. Oh, the, like the eight percent body fat rule. Yeah, it yeah, takes. That's wild. They work. They who was the guy who said like? Rule? Yeah, I think they. Uh, I know Pat Riley enforced that for Kyle. Lowry. Like, he said Kyle Lowry was overweight. Yeah. No, but I think there was a guy who like, uh, who was what was it? Was it Al Jeff? No, it wasn't Al Jeff. Uh, oh, it was Jermaine O'Neal. I think he came okay. out and he was like, um. He said something along the lines of like he like tried it and then he like looked at a box of Oreos, kind of like what I do, and like he's like, <laughs> I can't do this stuff. Like, I, he's like, I, can't, I can't sign Miami. It, Miami but is tough. That's crazy. They don't yeah. screw around. That's <laughs> crazy. Because they'll just get rid of you. If they don't, it's, the, it's the culture. It's the, it's the reason culture. that they develop rookies so well, I think, because you have no choice. Like yeah. you don't know. Like in your mind, this is the NBA. How's like, Jovic doing? Like has he? He doesn't play. Doesn't play. He's been I thought he was gonna be good. He's been out with a back injury for like. Oh, it was hurt. supposed to be like it was like a. You know, week to week, we'll see how long this takes. And it's been oh, like a month suck. or two. Like, yeah, I Sixers, was gonna be good. Sixers, have tr- Sixers have tricked me with that all the time. Like, oh, yeah, it'll be re- reevaluated. <laughs> He's day to day. Like, oh, out for out a week. For oh, out for a month. Oh, you won't That's see him wild. play. Yeah, no, I've been tricked with those before. <laughs> all right. After the trade, we'll finish with this. After the trade deadline, Jonathan, you can make your prediction here, too. What's your finals matchup? Who's winning it? Way too early. Oof. But after the deadline, what's your finals matchup? Who's winning it? I'm going Suns-Celtics, and I think the Celtics win it. That's mine. Uh, you know, I hate to I hate to say this, but I I think it's going to be a rematch of last year. I really – I the playoffs, I in concur. The, That's hot. In the playoffs, I just – I think – I mean, the playoffs, yeah, it's, hard to, it's hard for to me pick to against. bet against uh, Golden State, and it's hard for me to pick against Boston. And I still Boston's I th- the deepest team in the league. Yeah, I That's think. I, yeah, I, I, I no, think no, it's no. a rematch, and I think it's a closer series. I think it goes seven. I'm going Golden State again. <laughs> I, I really, I can't, I can't pick. Hey. I, I, I just can't. I've seen them do this so many times. I can't yeah, pick against I, them. I'm gonna say for me. Well, I will say you can ask Mike Mohe. I was my hot take this year was the Pelicans make the Western Conference Finals, but they were number oh, one they, in the West. They could just get if healthy, they're healthy. Man. But my finals take, I'm gonna go Clippers Celtics. Okay, and I think the Celtics win it this year. Oh, I'd like to see no, a different team like that. No. Yeah, I'd like to see a different team like. The Clippers. I, I I wouldn't be shocked if the Clippers do win it, but every I've been always since they got Kawhi and Paul George, I swear I picked them every year to win, and yeah. they never have. Because it's the potential of those. Yeah, two. if they're healthy, like, wow. if yeah. they're healthy, and yeah. I I love. I actually thought they made some really good moves at the trade deadline. Yeah. I think the I think Ballmer, Clippers. Palmer's not messing around. Yeah, he wants to win because you, you gave up your whole win. future for this. I know. This is you I know think he Clippers. wants to stick it to uh, the Lakers too. You just know he wants to. Yeah. So all right, we're gonna we're gonna. We have two more things we need to get to. One, Lambert's upstairs. He wants to uh, come down and do our last segment. That's uh, our last segment. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll I know. I forgot. You forgot what day of the week I it is. I forgot what You'll day forget. of the week But uh, yeah, we're going to jump quick to the Super Bowl, uh, and I'll text him to get him down here when that time <laughs> comes. Um, 
For those of you who don't know, Tanner Lambert, he is the sports director here at U92. He runs our beloved coach, too. All right, yeah, the coach of the United. He's not going to be there next week, which is (laughs) might bring down Team Morale. Or we're owing to it. Might work. Hey, Uh, if we if we we pick (laughs) up a win without him there, oh yeah, he is on the hot seat. though. I'm on the trade block. Two first round picks. That's what they're asking for right now. We're not. No, we're holding on to you. Not building any offers for our star. Trade deadline was yesterday, so sorry. Oh man, stuck here. They might waive me though. Bye. I'm going to the. Thursday league or Tuesday <laughs> league. Source? Mm-hmm. Source. Uh, who is the source? Not know. Woj. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Anissa Gallo. Anissa Gallo. Anissa Gallo. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. But we, we had a Super Bowl episode on Wednesday. If you have not listened to that, go check that one out. That's a more in-depth analysis uh, with Sean. And we had Joel Butcher on for the that man. one. Um, so, but, you know, we'll kind of talk, you know, briefly uh, w- with – uh, Jonathan and Brian here. What are you guys' takes on the game? What do you think needs to get done? How do you see it happening? Uh, all that good stuff. I think it's going to be a shootout. I, I think you look at either side of the ball, the Chiefs and Eagles. I think the Chiefs' defense played pretty well against Cincinnati last week, and I think it surprised a lot of people because I know the Chiefs aren't really known for their defense. Um, so I, I think they could give Philly more trouble than you think. Um, it just depends what happens with Jalen Hurts, you know, how how he plays. You know, if I just think this should be a good game. And um, I'm interested to see the Kansas City running back situation with uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire coming off of injured reserve and seeing, you know, how he fits in with, you know, Pacheco and J- Rutgers, Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Scarlet Knights. Yeah, but I'm interested to see that, the running back situation in um, Kansas City for sure. Prediction? Give me the birds. Hey, fly, baby. I, I, I hey, think I think, it's, I think it's a 27-23 birds victory. Oh, wow. ESPN has it at one and a half. Our line on Wednesday that we used was two and a half. Eagles cover? Yeah, they'll cover. Final score? 27-23. So one, uh, yeah, that does yeah. cover. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't. Yeah, uh, well, obviously, you guys know I'm an Eagles fan. So Yes, sir. But, um, I think... Hassan Reddick's been a dog all year. I think they, they can get it. You, I, I, we don't know how healthy Mahomes is. I'm, he's obviously going to play, but we don't know how yeah. healthy. I think if we get after the quarterback, our He'll defense be fine. has been great. He'll be fine. Yeah, well, yeah, he probably will. He'll be I fine. think our run game is good, on it, good, too. I think we'll have a better game from Jalen. I mean, not that he had to do anything too crazy last week anyways. He hasn't had to do anything crazy. Yeah, so no, um, I, I, I think I think the birds are going to get it done. I think we're going to, uh, what's it called, get that run game going down, get yeah. A.J. Brown involved. Yeah. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna get a touchdown from Boston Scott, though. I think Boston Scott. Uh, I would love it. I would. Love They're gonna it. try. He only yeah. scores against the Giants. <laughs> Every <laughs> Giants game, against, he scores. Scored yeah. against the yeah. 49ers. Well, yeah, they definitely. <laughs> they definitely tell Miles Sanders going into the game against the Giants. You're not getting any red. Like, <laughs> like, hey, like he's like, hey, man, if you're at the you one might, yard, you dunk. might be our bell cow, but you're not touching. You got like, you got to understand how funny this is. From the 20s, yeah, you're not. You're not touching the ball. Yeah. As soon as we hit the red zone, you're. Take a breather. <laughs> like it's just, it, it is funny at this point. Um, he scored, I think, every single he has, game. He has uh, passing or receiving against the. He Giants. has eleven. I think. I think the crazy stat is like he has nineteen career touchdowns, uh, total career touchdowns. Eleven of those <laughs> against, against, against the Giants. Giants. That's wild, I believe, man. I believe that's what I read. That's hilarious. That's he's, so. I think funny. he's had a rushing touchdown in every game against the Giants. Yeah. Except one where he had a mm. receiving touchdown. Yep. <laughs> so. It's a meme at the end. Death like, taxes. They, they asked him about it. Scott, Scott scoring yeah, touchdown against the Giants. It's funny. They asked him about it. I'm like, have you seen these memes about you being the Giants? It's like, yeah, I've seen them. <laughs> also, fun fact about Boston Scott, he's a professional Rocket League player. Is he? Yeah. No kidding. He also, I, he it's also, like when J.H.I. was a professional FIFA player. Yeah. Right? What he happened also, to J.H.I.? He took his talents yeah. to esports. Yep. 
Yeah. Esports. He's a soccer or okay. FIFA player. Yeah. EA Sports. I got his play. Dolphins jersey back hey, man. when he was like a ball. <laughs> Two thousand yard rusher. Right? We yeah. don't win the we, Eagles don't win the Super Bowl in twenty seventeen without JHR. No, yeah, he was that he was, was a he was, great that was trade. A fantastic trade. Yeah. I remember he Didn't went off a couple weeks in fantasy. I think yeah, I had him that year for Miami. And then yeah. the Eagles got him. Oh, I was in class yeah. when I got that trailer too. Yeah, he I was got so like, happy. Like two he had like two thousand yards. Am I bugging? I'm definitely bugging. I don't think he had two thousand yards. But he had a couple two hundred yard games. Yeah, that's probably Yeah, he had a couple games. I I dropped him the week before he went off the oh. first time. I was oh. like, oh, like, no. Hey, it's all but, good, man. Hey, man, the best fantasy pickup I've ever had in my life was getting Patrick Mahomes, his rookie his first year. Or his first year. Yeah. That, and then actually, I got Lamar the next year, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Still lost the league, though. That's how it goes, man. As Lambert enters the room, he can answer this one, too. This isn't, this isn't why he's here, but I want to ask you guys. Uh, we did a bunch of prop bet picks on Wednesday. I want to ask you guys some of the more interesting ones uh, that have to do less with the game. Um, what, is going to, what do you guys think is going to appear first in a commercial? You can actually, you can actually bet on this. Um, a baby or a dog? Baby or a dog? What appears first? I'm going to dog. I did dog. That was my personal guess. Lambert? No, no. My question is, aren't these commercials already all pre-blocked out? I'm so telling like you. If you work for Fox and you're in the commercial. That's insider trading. Insider That's trading. illegal. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, you know, friend of a friend of a friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, the other one that you can always uh, bet I, on. I'd say baby. Baby? Yeah. I'm going to go baby. I'm going to go with Lambert. On Last year, there was some controversy because there was a doll. Does the, did the doll count? It was a doll of a baby. Do- it no. did not I count. No. Then there, it brief? It no. ended up being about like four commercial breaks in. Everyone was kind of on the edge of their seat and, uh, <laughs> and where I was at. The other one uh, is always a classic. Colorado the Gatorade. What will that be at the end of the game? I said lemon lime. I'm going blue. I went it's blue. Eagles and Chiefs, right? Yeah. So I would think some kind of green. Red. Last time the Chiefs won the Super Bowl was orange. Yeah, Joel Butcher had the best guess. He had purple. He went out. That's there. too risky. I thought about purple. It's. Yeah. I think it's, it's red. Yeah. He also said. Red. He also said that the first points of this game will be scored by a safety. Yeah. He well, went. He went really big. That's. I mean, this, that's. There's like a weird stat about how like four out of the last twelve well, or something yeah, Super Bowls have been happened. safeties. Last one that happened. Start. Was the Seattle, and then the Giants, Patriots, second Super Bowl was a safety. There's been a week. My favorite prop. That's the over on the uh, national anthem. Yeah, no, yeah, no, <laughs> did, we talked about pound that. the over with Chris the, the last, the last fun one that I want to ask you is the jersey number of the first touchdown score over under eleven and a half. Uh, so basically, you're asking if it's Kelsey, Kelsey Goddard. Uh, the overs are Kelsey Goddard, uh, Mahomes, Sanders, Sanders, Sanders Scott Gainwell, Hurts and Pacheco, basically. And, well, not, McKinnon, not AJ Brown, and not Devontae Smith. Yeah, yeah those are under two. Fifteen. Four, uh, 11 and a half. 11 and a half. Oh, so ele- yeah, so A.J. Yeah. Brown's 11. So it's basically that the Chiefs get the ball first and go score, unless it's Pacheco. Or so Pat. Pat's 15. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going? I went over because I think Kelsey scores first. Yeah, I, I would think Kelsey scores I'm going first. under. Because Juju's, Juju's under, too. But. Yep. Yeah, he's nine, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I I thought that was an interesting number. No, I've n- I've never seen that kind of bet before. No, so that's an interesting bet for sure. Um, but the reason that Lambert is down here, don't you guys worry. We did not forget. It's Friday, which means it's time for the Funky Friday question. For those that aren't on here, Brian and Jonathan, I have no idea. What's they have no idea what's <laughs> happening here. It's our Funky Friday uh, segment. So basically, we just ask a question. Um, 
like, not have anything. It does have to do with sports, but not like analytics or anything about that. Um, just a fun one. Today's question. We were kind of talking about it in the mountain layer earlier, and that is, if you had to hang out with one professional athlete, uh oh, who would it be and why? That doesn't take me more than two seconds. It's John Daly. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that and, good. Uh, That's a good one. It's because he hangs him up my bed every night. On the flag <laughs> Whoa, <I have>. dude. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay, well, Tanner, come on, man. I have the what is John Daly flag with him and a Diet Coke, and it says, rip it and sip it. And uh, if that doesn't describe my <laughs> life, I don't know what does. So there you go, that's fellas. A, uh, that's a, I mean, that's just an every day of the week kind of question as far as I'm concerned. Funky Friday. <laughs> Come on. First one success. All right. All right. Lambert's making his uh, Funky Friday debut here. Coming out firing, taking shots at the podcast. It's all right. I went Jimmy Butler. Obviously, as a big Miami Heat fan. I think that one would be really entertaining. You could pick like Chris Bosh or Dwayne Wade, too. I see, but I think I'd enjoy like obviously personality. I, or like Pat Riley? Heck no. That'd be that'd be boring to me. Obviously it wouldn't be boring, but like <laughs> <laughs> I I'd pay quite a bit of money to do that. But I, I think Jimmy Butler I'd have the best time with. I think he's the biggest personality. Dwayne Wade's my favorite athlete of all time. I'd rather meet Dwayne Wade, but I'd rather hang out with Jimmy Butler. Tanner, you probably know who I said, so just say it. No, that's a lot of pressure. You definitely know. know. Come on. Do I definitely know? You make fun of me from all the time. For who? I, I, it's, it's your job to guess, man. <laughs> Troy Bolton? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can I switch my answer, boys? For those that don't know, there's an inside joke for United 2 yeah. that uh, Brian looks like. It's not a joke. No, no, it's no, serious. No, no. He believes that. <laughs> he I believes. Believe. Got a jersey, got I do have a jersey. Tanner, what are you checking me out for, man? Wait, I, I should know who this is? Yes. You literally made, you made fun of me. Vanessa her. Hudgens is not an athlete. I was... <laughs> She's actually dating or married an uh, MLB player, but that's a, no, that's not who I said, Tanner. Tanner, <laughs> you make fun of me every single time about this guy. Julius not every time. Randall. You literally made f- no, you made fun of me when we were walking to the mountain lair earlier about him. I have no idea. Because <laughs> you make fun of me a lot. It's hard to. <laughs> okay. D- really? You have no guess. No. <laughs> it's my favorite NBA player, Tanner. Julius Randle. Bro, what? <laughs> you know, do you even know me as a person? Oh, is it Zion? <laughs> wow. A, did we live together wait, for a year? I was going to say, wait, these used to be roommates, wait, if you yeah, couldn't wait, tell. So none of these have been right yet? No. <laughs> Tanner. Is he on the Knicks? <laughs> no. It's Polo G. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no. favorite player? Going I've said yeah. his favorite player. He no. just got traded. He's going to get bought out, probably. Oh, Russ. God, no. See, okay. <laughs> Can I get an apology? That's who you'd want to hang out with? Yeah, bro. Why? Because I'd be like, why did Kevin Durant leave you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I gotta see. Think everyone says. You want an apology? Huh? Let me see that smile. Maybe we'll see how we can do it. (laughs) You look in the mirror. (laughs) I'm looking at your big glasses. That's what I'm looking at. Okay, I'm sorry. Tansky. Uh, mine would be Jason Kelsey. Definitely. That's a W answer. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Antonio Brown. <laughs> that's a great. I right, look answer. at him with a smile over there, <laughs> yeah, man. That is a great answer. That is a good answer. That that's the perfect way to end it. Other than the smile quote <laughs> from uh, Brian here, we can end it on that. What, do we have to think of another one? No, say the one from this morning. It was beautiful, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, for all my well, for everyone out there, man, life is like a mirror. You smile at it, it smiles right back at you. There it is. Wow. <laughs> what an episode this has been. Um, this has been a pleasure with Jonathan Hamilton uh, uh, and Brian U92, Sean Tansky, 
and uh, myself, Tanner Mounts, as always. Uh, but yeah, this has been a good episode. Thanks for listening. Slow